Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. <laughs> oh. That's funny, huh? Hi, I'm April Lovett. And I'm Daryl Lovett. We've been together for six years, and we have a sweet and sassy little girl, an adorable and talkative little boy, and our fur child, our dog, Lainey. That's right. We also work our nine-to-five jobs together, we teach together, and we own the Lovett Company. We do so much together, and we wanted to share some of our tips and tricks for living out our 24-7 relationship. That's right. A relationship that is all day, every day. Plus, we wanted to share with you how we managed to run our business alongside full-time jobs and still find time for kids, chores, and fun. So in this podcast, the Success in Black and White podcast, we will talk about navigating the gray in life. So get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to be bringing to you Real Talk concepts every week as we share some of our stories, best practices, as well as talk to guests about how they found success by doing extraordinary things in their everyday lives. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Success in Black and White. The podcast. We are back one more again. We are back one more again. In the house. Coming to you live. (laughs) Tonight, we are bringing to you part two of Code Switch. Real talk. If you haven't had a chance to listen in to part one, I highly encourage you to go and listen to part one so that you can catch up and see what we're talking about. Yes, enjoy. If I'm frustrated and I want to voice my opinion or dislike and it's a intense conversation, I'm like, all right, you can't get intimidating. That goes back to me. I'm sure being black has something to do with it. But my size, which we've talked about before. Yeah. But also my tone, my voice. And I'm like, okay, well, they can say. And in my mind, I'm like, well, they can talk to me that way. That's okay. But I just stay calm, Daryl. Like, that's what I tell myself. Yeah. I'm like, just stay, well, they cut you off, but don't cut them back off because that would be unacceptable. So just stay calm. Right. And does that, because of who I am and because of how I think I'll be perceived or what I think consequences might be? Yes. If I was a white man, though. What? I act just like they do right back to me. And I've seen it happen where two white men talk to each other crazy and I'm in the room and I do not interject because I don't feel like I can interject because I feel like as soon as I do, both of their eyes are going to come on me and be like, who do he think he is? Interesting. This is what I do at work. This is what I think about. This is how I make my decisions. This is how I decide when I speak. So can I bring up the topic of... um you're leading you're leading into it without saying it and it's this concept of black tax that oh, i had to look up because let me see. i didn't here? know what that meant yeah okay go ahead i'll i'll, I'll okay, tell so you about that too okay so tell me about this too so this is what i looked up so you can tell me if this is right or wrong so black people have to work twice as hard to get half as much as their white counterparts true this can be visible some t- this can be invisible a lot of the time. I'd say most of the time this is invisible. But this can be visible when we're talking about pay disparities or like you were talking about unequal promotions, um, that true. kind of thing. True, 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 true. And it makes me think of that because, again, I can't imagine what happens inside your head all day. You're expected to do a good job at the work that you're given and to think through all of these 
factors and elements of things that you oversee yep. from an administrative standpoint. But then you always have this running cog in the back of your head of how you are being perceived and how you can or can't behave or talk or do things. True. So does is that an accurate? <laughs> true. Yeah, it's all true. Okay. Um, and And even if it's not reflected like on opportunities, it's definitely reflected in the thought process. And I think that when... For me, I'll speak for me. I think that when I felt like I've had opportunities that I either was considered for or maybe thought I could have been considered for, that I'm always thinking that when the opportunity is given, then the eyes are on me and the expectations are so much higher because I feel like I have the expectations to have to come in with no room or margin for error. Whereas if a white person came in and a white man, particularly mm-hmm. they would be given room to grow. Like, I feel like I have to already be there already killing it already excelling at it for the opportunity to be given to me as opposed to a white man. And this has happened to me before who cannot have the level of expertise or experience but because of I'm going to say he's a white man and maybe relationships or however that happened, he has more room to like mess up and grow than I do. Whereas if they put me in that position, they'll be like, and I mess up. Oh, well, we knew he wasn't ready. Well, I didn't think he was ready. And then next thing you know, you on a performance improvement plan. And next thing you know, you demoted. And then the other person is where the white man came in and like, oh, we're going to lift him up. Let's hold him up. Let's help him grow. Let's. And then when it happened to me before. They were like, hey, Daryl is a part of the team. We need you to help get him to where he needs to be for an opportunity that I was thought that I should have been considered at least or had the chance to to compete for. Mm. Yes, mm. Has, has happened. So I've been overlooked for a position that I put my name in the hat for and didn't get a chance to interview for it. And my counterpart got the opportunity and then I was asked to lift this person up so that they could be successful in the role. Wow. I've never even like considered or thought about this before. Yep. But I had to go to work every day and I had to make sure that my expression on my face was on point. My tone of voice was on point. The way I carried myself was on point and that my work still represented me well. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you another question, but I don't. But, but, um, yeah. So, but I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. To, tell me. To, to answer your question and also to kind of elaborate a little bit more. For me and my experiences, a, a lot of time, and, and people will say it's, it's not race, but a lot of time, some of the people that you work with, it's not, it's not them particularly. And you have to make sure that, like, you're looking into the um, entire hierarchy mm. of the organization. Because a lot of people that are at the top, and you talk about the good old boy system, yeah, know how they want to keep it and know what they want. And they'll do whatever it takes to keep it that way. Yeah. So I think a lot of it starts there. Yeah. Um, and I think this is another frustrating part is... When people try to, when they acknowledge, I'm not going to say try to, when they acknowledge 
that there are disparities in, mm-hmm. you know, the diverse the um, the diversity of their organization or team or group. And then they're like, we're going to try. And then they bring in like black people to interview just to say that we're trying to make it more diverse. With no actual intention of hiring. Nope. Or they're just bringing in black people just to bring in black people. Like that frustrates me. I'm like, let's go to qualification. Obviously, I know because of some regulations, like you have to meet some criteria. Right. But at least do it with some energy and (laughs) intention. You know what I mean? I'm with you. But yeah. Okay. I mean, and this is all. These are hard. These are hard things to I know for you to talk about. Yeah. I know. I do it every day. So it's not hard for me to talk about. It's emotional to talk about. It's not hard because, like uh, I said, I do it every day. Yeah. And what's so crazy is the fact that you're you're asking these questions and I have to think about it. I think that's the most difficult part because it's become so ingrained and I do it second nature. Yeah. And now I actually have to think about it. Yeah. Because it's a part of me. It's, it's what I do. Like when I go into certain offices, I just automatically know and it's second nature. I don't have to think about it. Right. When I'm talking to certain people, it's second nature. I don't have to think about it. When I'm around certain groups of people, it's second nature. I don't have to think about it. Now you're asking me, I'm like, I do all of this and I think through it and wow, all of this happens in short periods of time. And yeah. You know, and now I have to think about it. So it's, it's difficult to talk about because I have to think about it now. But it is almost like second nature to me. Like code switching is like second nature. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the environments and positions and jobs that I've, I have had, like I said, I've been, in a majority of them, the only black person. And then in a lot of them, the only black male. And in a lot of them, like the the expectations, I feel like, weren't equal or the ex- um the way that people communicated was a little bit different or the way that I was expected to communicate um, was different. So you learn and then those things become a part of who you are in, in my sense. And you don't really think about it that much, but I code switch every day. I code switch all the time, no matter where I am, what setting I'm in. Like I can pick it up pretty quickly and know when I need to code mm-hmm. switch. And that could be the way I talk or the way I act or the way that, I, you know, I'm carrying myself. Um, I think as I continue to like get older, I'm like, it's kind of like elastic. The older that it gets, the mm. looser that it gets. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit looser, but I'm still aware. Okay. I'm still very aware. Do you think that your ability to code switch I'm trying to say this I'm trying to say this carefully because as I'm still learning we've been together for a very long time say it say it and then I'll let you know okay do you think that your ability to code switch has provided you the career opportunities that you have I hate to answer this question with a yes but I'm gonna be honest and say yes and why do you think that? Because there have been times in certain settings, and I don't regret any of it, but there have been times in certain settings or certain situations or certain circumstances to where I feel like 
I was not authentically representing myself, but because that's what I knew I had to do in that setting around the certain type of people, it provided me with opportunities because it was what they wanted to see. That's why I'm like, I'm not ashamed, but why I hesitated with like, dang, I got to say yes to this, but yeah. Yeah. And I know that for some people, it was me being a show pony. Mm. For some people, it was me being a token. For some people, it was me being the best black person for the opportunity. For some people, it was me being the diversity in their representation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew for me to be that and have the opportunities to advance in certain certain situations or to be uh, put in front of certain people in certain situations that I had to carry myself a certain way that was a little bit different than who I was. And a lot of times I felt like I was, as we would say in my culture or with some of my friends, I was the house Negro. Interesting. <laughs> I've never heard that. The house Negro. Uh, you ain't never seen life. Yeah, I've seen life. Yeah. Remember Martin? He get, got put inside the house. Eddie Murphy was the one that was outside cutting the lawn. Oh, yeah. And he said he was the house Negro <laughs> okay. in life. Come on now. But yeah. That's and, a good and, Yeah. So, but to answer your question, yes. And I feel like it has presented me opportunities because I fit the mold that they needed me to for them. Mm. And sometimes it left me hanging out to dry. Mm. As a person, meaning me being authentically who I was. And sometimes there are things I didn't agree with, but hey. How to, this is not reverse code switching, but I'm curious, like, how do you, how are you ever seen as like being uppity (laughs) because of the, because of the maybe career that you have, (laughs) or I mean, we uppity. Yeah. Um, or like, I, I'm just curious how people perceive you. Who? 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 Maybe, you mean black people? I'm. I mean black people, family, friends. No, like we all trying to do better, be better. Yeah. Like I, I don't think. So here's the here's the thing. I'll start with family. Okay. No, I don't feel like my family thinks that I'm uppity. Be, but I do think that with some of my family. And they appreciate it and they support me and they encourage me. They're like, oh, now you got to go talk to D. He don't, hey, you want to talk about the smart one? Like with the degrees who doing the podcast, who like helping people level up. Like that's my cuz right there. I can't help you with that, but go holler at him. He'll get you right. <laughs> like that's how my family is. So they that's don't be like, is, yeah. you know what I mean? They're yeah. not like he's uppity. They oh are. my gosh, he think he too good. No, yeah, he's like staying that. in the Hilton. We over here in the lodge. You know what I mean? Like they don't see it like that. Like they're like, oh no, that's Cuz right there. Like he doing the thing. Like that's we true. proud of him. Yeah. Like that's how my family is. So it's not the uppity, but there is that separation. Mm-hmm. But but I love my family because of this, and I also use it in reverse. I'm like, y'all, listen, listen. I ain't no pushover, but I ain't no thug. <laughs> you know, I'm not out in these streets. You know what I mean? But if you come at me wrong, yeah, I know some people mm-hmm. that just might happen to be some blood kin to me yeah. that can get you right. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, you know too. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. So in, in the reverse side, yeah. my cousin and who out there in the streets and they got some homies like that's trying to do some business. Though. They're like, you need to go holler at my cousin. Like he started a business. Like he can get you right. He'll tell you what you need to do. And then I'm like, hey, cuz, like what's going on now? I'm trying to get this dude a legit business is opening up a, a, a you know, this or that. <laughs> But that's how, as a family, that's how we are. Now, in the black community, of course, you're going to have people that say that you're uppity or whatever. But for family, no, I haven't experienced that with my family. Okay. Um, but have I experienced it in the black community? Yeah, to an extent. But I think when it comes down to it, like, there is always, like, a hint of, of like, support, though. Like, okay. they're like, he's uppity. But they'd be like, but he doing it though, like yeah, he made it, yeah. You know what I mean. So it's kind of like that thing where it's always that little hint of of like support or acknowledgement that you you trying to do better, or that you you know you're doing what you set out to do. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you this though, there are times where I have to check myself. When you're talking about while we're talking about the black community, I have to check myself when I am dealing with other black people in professional settings, trying to figure out like who I can go to and trying to figure out, am I still in code switch or like we were watching the who is it? Keenan and Peele. When they did the handshakes when he was pretending to be President Obama. That's, that's pretty funny. Like, it's kind of like one of those. It's like We'll link to that, too. <laughs> it's like, if I see other black people or black people, I'm just like, I know how I feel. I get excited on the inside. I'm like, oh, it's some more of us. Like, we in here. We in here. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I get anxiety because I'm like, do I go shake his hand or can I dap him up and be like, what's up, bruh? Uh, like, it's, it's like that. And that's at work, too, sometimes. You know yeah. what I mean? Because <laughs> you want to be respectful. And, and yeah. you know, people in professional settings. And, and you never know if they are code switching in front of their superiors or their people. Oh. So yeah. they may be code switching. And then you come out of your code switching. And then they're like, uh, no, don't dap me up. You shake my hand. Because they still in code switch mode. Oh, yeah. You know, so these, this is what I think about. So even when I see black people at work now. I'm just like, all right, like, okay. Like, how cool? Can like, we how be? cool can we yeah. be? Or are they code switching and I'm code switching and we just gonna come at each other with two code switches? Or can I break this and he cool with me breaking this? Or he probably thinking the same thing that I'm thinking. Dang, can I dap him up or do I need to make sure everything like is copacetic? Who watching? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I do that at work too. Yeah. So for instance, um, I guess, I, I mean, I'll share this at my job. It's, it's no secret. So I was the only black person in, in our department, you know, for a long, for a long time. Years. Yeah. Years, years. So administrative, administrative level. level. Yeah. Years, years. Yeah. So we, we got some more brothers in there now, I know. but now I'm just like, I was excited, but now you. I'm just like. Dang, now I got to be extra careful. I got to take care of myself, but I also got to yeah. watch out for them and take care of them too. And this is funny. Listen, so anytime we like get together and we having a conversation, I'll I'll put my head in. I'm like, hey, y'all, we got like two minutes to get out what we need to get out, but we got to break up and everybody got to go different ways. We can't stay here and talk too long because the white people going to come and say what's going on, what they talking about. 
What? Yes, we do this at work. I'm telling y'all all the secrets. If you work with me and you see the brothers together, listen. We are not coming up with a plan to do anything crazy. We ain't talk. We basically just saying y'all straight, y'all good, y'all need anything. We're here to support you and keep doing a good job. I got you. Like that's pretty much. But sometimes I'm just like, uh oh, they coming, y'all. They see all us talking, or either they want to come over there when you having a brother conversation. Oh hey, what's going on, guys? And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Let <laughs> us finish. That was a really good way. Um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Let us finish what we're talking about. Then you come over here. Y'all got this whole place. Y'all got this whole organization. <laughs> we want to have a five-minute little caucuses right here. Like, yeah. let us do it. No, I'm, go ahead. I'm not just kidding. I'm for real. But no, anyway, but still, throughout campus, like, it's the same thing. It's like, if yeah. I dap somebody up and I talk to them for, like, a couple of minutes, I'm like, all right, we got to keep it moving, man. Like, yeah. I always feel like they watching us. Um, never, I, I've always told myself never get too comfortable. Mm. I know it sucks, but that's for real how I feel. I'm pretty sure if you ask other black people, never, but especially black males, it's like, do what you're supposed to do. Never get too comfortable. Mm. Cause just as easy as they accepted you in and they let you in, they'll kick your butt right on out. Mm. We can't mess up. We don't have the same there's not the same element no i don't um, even know what your question was but i just shared all of that about code switching no so, yes good. turning it on and off yeah. it's easy for me that's in talking that's also in behavior that's also in the way that i act that's the things that i do yeah. i can turn it on and off really easily and i can know when to it's a little bit challenging when not to especially like I said, with the black people. Right. But if we're coming together for a common cause, like we have a group in the organization that the black people meet to just try to figure out and support each other and say, hey, right. we're here. And I know when I go into that setting, I'm like, yo, 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 what's up? <laughs> and everybody's like, yo, what's up, D? Go wear your shirt. You know, I'm a, I got my yo, yo, yo shirt. We have yo, yo, yo shirts. Yeah, so, but okay. it's it's like I walk in, I'm like, yo, 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 what's up, everybody? I'm in the house. they like, D, yo, what up? But I can't go up in no meeting and tell myself, yo, 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 what's up, everybody? No. Do you know what I mean? The person at the head of the table who's a white man going to be like, we got yo-yos in here? Let me get one. I used to be able to walk the dog. <laughs> nah. Oh my god. I love white people though. <laughs> that's so funny because that's actually it's not on our notes, but that is my next question. Yeah. Oh no, I love white people. I love all people. <laughs> I know. Because Jesus loves me. I was going to say, you're a Christian man, and that is, um, <laughs> you you do love all people. But I, I really want to talk about us. Okay. And how do you, we've had a little bit of these conversations in like fragments. So, and you guys today, I mean, in these, this is going to be two episodes. So you guys are getting the very raw of us talking. Y'all are through. getting it very raw. Like I had the this notes. Is very this raw. has been it's been tough. So I've been trying to make yeah. light of some of it, but I've been serious about everything that yeah. I've been saying. So I want to make sure that y'all understand that because I'm being lighthearted and it doesn't seem like my thoughts are together. It's 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 challenging for me to talk about because as I shared with you 
It's something that I do so regularly and something that I can do as second nature to have to think about it and detach it from myself and tell you about it is tough for me. And that's why it's coming out as raw as it is. And that's why it's coming out as sporadic and kind of all the different places because it is second nature. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for me as a white girl and with somebody that I love to fully understand additionally in this space that I literally did not grow up with any diversity. And so for me to want to understand more about what you experience on a daily basis, but also what people who are not like me experience on a daily basis, it's difficult for me to say the right things, right? Or to, to display the right things. And at the same time, acknowledging that that's still on me, that's not on you. That is on, I want to share your stories, but I also realize because we've talked before that this is important and it's important to share and it's important to make sure that there is an avenue for people to learn and become educated but at the same time, it is very taxing for you. It is. And so I want to be cognizant of that. It is. But I'm very, like, I'm very strong. And I guess it's, you are um, it's almost like, it's almost like working out. It's like every day if you go and lift, like you're going to lift a certain amount of weight at yeah. some point in time, it's going to become easier and easier for to lift that certain amount of weight. Right. So yeah, um, it is. And what I'm sharing today, because like I said, it's hard for me to detach things that are second nature and that just happen mm-hmm. up here and give to you is a little bit challenging because y'all are getting like maybe yeah. 25% of what it really is like. Yeah. Um, so, um, Laney dreaming over there. Yeah. Laney's dreaming. <laughs> Laney must be getting chased by something. Hey, Hey, you're okay. You're okay. You're safe. Yeah. It's okay. So anyway, so my so my question uh-huh. was in regards to us. Yep. Because we, and we did the entire interracial series, um, but this has more to do, and we've talked in fragments about this before. Um, and there are things that I have come to realize that um, are my own biases that I have to work through. But I'm curious how you feel about what the level of or how do you code switch within our relationship? <laughs> um, I think that is more so I don't really co- um I don't really code switch with you like when it's just us that right. that much. I'm aware of some of your um I don't want to say like, like I'm very aware of some, like your sensitivity to certain things that I can say or do True. based on how comfortable you are. So for example, I'll be real with y'all. And we talked about, well. I was about to say, and we talked about <laughs> oh. this with the kids too, and I'm doing a lot better. So I'm about to hit y'all with something that's like real, real deep right now. So if you're not prepared, I need you to sit up <laughs> and kind of brace yourself. Cause I'm about to talk about the N word. So, um, if y'all don't know, I'm not going to say it on here, but if you don't know what it is, just Google N word and see what comes up. Um, so I know with my family, yes, I use it 
sometimes I'm doing a lot better. I'm really restraining myself and, and backing off a little bit. But with my family, certain friends, I use it. But I know we had the conversation about the kids. And around the kids, I don't use it. April is uncomfortable with it. So around her, I don't use it. I definitely don't use it around her family. Um, but my family, when it's just us and she's not around, if I'm just talking to her, even in some of the text messages, some of my friends and um, other people that I know, like I do very seldomly, it'll, it'll, it'll slip out. I'll say that it'll slip out every now and then, depending on how intense the conversation is or what we're talking about or how much we clowning. <laughs> but with my kids, I, I won't use it. And we talked about it. And the thing what scares me, the not even scares, but kind of worries me or I have to be aware of them, cognizant of is like when we go to, oh, uh, oh, wait a minute. Stop. I'm not talking to you. Watch. She heard me say N word and she wanted to interject. <laughs> she was like, wait a minute. I know you lying because I can hear everything you say. No. <laughs> When when uh, what I'm worried about or concerned about is like when we're around my family, I can't tell them what to say or what them to, what to do. And when I'm talking to them, I'm not trying to be all deep and excuse me, be like, hey, let me tell you something. This is what we talked about in the world of higher education. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can't hit them with that. And I don't want to. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, if I got my little dude with me. I just got to be aware. I'm like, dang, this is about to go down. So I don't know how I'm going to educate them on that and be like, yeah. hey, this word is, you know, it's a derogatory word. But within our community, how we use it, it's in this manner. Yeah. Because I know they're going to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> we go to my family reunions. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know they're going to hear it. So um, it, it's kind of like that. Like, that's one of the yeah. things we talk about code switching. And with you, I don't code switch, but I am aware of um and i don't consider it being code switching i consider it being like respectful and cognizant of your feelings and your emotions and your sensitivity to certain things yeah but i don't code switch with you like you 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 get the raw yeah that's true you get the raw. your family i do i don't know if you notice like around your family no i I notice i um you definitely could i tone it down and i think i mean it makes sense yeah it makes sense yeah Uh uh-huh They gotta, they gotta love me because I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Yeah. So Can't I don't, don't want to scare them now. <laughs> but nah, I'm not, I'm not. And and you know what? Also, I, I um, I mean, I don't get worried about it that often. Even though both of our families get together, you know, on some occasions and stuff. And I know my dad put the invite out there for us to do one big, like, big, like, big yeah. Thanksgiving. I'm just like, Ooh. I mean, I was like, that'll be fun. She talking about that'll be fun. I, she's like, like oh, that'll be fun. I'm just like, oh. like, I'm nervous. I'm like, woo. <laughs> be careful what you ask for. <laughs> like, with you, I'm cool. I know. Yeah. I can't be going to my family being like, hey, so let me give y'all this higher ed article. Please read this before we go to Thanksgiving with April's family. I'm making fun of higher ed because we, we like that. Because we can. At work. That's, that's what I feel like if you like. put in enough years, you can make fun of higher ed. Oh, yeah. To. Oh, yeah. I'm different even at work Yeah. with some people oh, at yeah. work than outside of work. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're different. But... I think that one of the things that I truly believe in, because we're talking about work yeah. and we're also talking about me as a person, like yeah. I'm the same me internally, even though I code switch, like at work and outside of work, like I'm still me. I, I wish I could yeah. 
turn that Daryl off and leave him in the car and come back and pick him up when I need him. But I can't do that. So, um, but I think that's a good thing. And I've seen that have really positive impacts on the community that you, that you do influence where we're at. Like for instance, you had this brainchild and started this amazing mentorship program just in the past month or two how long like well, two months no, ago well, we put it out it's three months ago yeah about four three four three. months okay yeah so anyway i i see this i see that like i i don't fully understand but i get what you're saying about like wanting to be able to turn it off but i think that's the part of you that brings the the individual characteristics needed to be able to do things like mentorship programs. Yeah. And, and you know, speaking to the black male leadership. Exactly. Yeah. Helping those guys out. And right. Just telling them. I think that what I'm really, as, as I continue to get older and become more experienced and <clears throat> like I said, that elasticity is loosening up. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think that we're both working on in what we're bringing to you and Mm -hmm. in our business, what our focus is, is embracing your difference and making it your superpower. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's I think that's something that I'm really working on by. I know I said turn it off and leave it in the car, but you can't do that. So I'm working with black males, particularly on how to navigate Mm -hmm. without you know, disassociating with what makes you different and who you are. Right. So taking your differences and turn them into your superpowers. I, I that. like that. I like that too. <laughs> I really like that one. Um, I feel like you're just going to tell me you want to change the website again. <laughs> no, but I feel okay. like that's a good topic. Take your differences. Yeah. Or, well, however I said that, we're going to play yeah. back. We're going to get that one. <laughs> hey, we claiming it right now. Uh, us. <laughs> But yes, and I think that's important because you have to have very raw and real conversations. I do, especially with them, especially mm-hmm. in the setting mm-hmm. um, that we're in, because at some point, unless you go into higher ed or you work for a university, mm-hmm. like if you go out in a corporate or anywhere else, you're going to deal with these things. And, the and, and one of the things that since we're talking about code switching and it is a real thing and I do it. Um, and something that I'm going to work on is not so much code switching, but like I said, using my differences as my superpowers and navigating while staying true to who I am. That's hard, though. I was going to say, I feel like you just stated the impossible. That's hard. It's it's not it, it's not impossible. I don't believe it's impossible. Um, and I'll tell you why. I don't think it's impossible because of what Tyler Perry Mm-hmm. has just accomplished mm-hmm. that alone even i'm not going to say anything about his movies and stuff like that um but you can feel however you want to about his movies but what I he love his movies um but, you don't like his movies hey oh sorry mm-hmm. I love don't put me on the spot like that okay i'm sorry i'm talking good about tyler right now i love his movies. but what he, what he's done <laughs> yeah. has kind of reinstilled in me that confidence like it's not impossible okay you know what I mean? He stayed yeah. true to who he was. And like he said in his BT speech, like when they didn't invite me to the table, I said, okay, I went and built my own table. Yeah. So that I know you said the That's impossible, important. but I think that there is a way to do it. Um, yeah. E.T., the yeah. hip hop preacher, is another example. Like, 
Do you think it's possible to do it in a corporate setting? I haven't been in corporate in a long, long time. Um, Think about any or okay. So let me rephrase because I also think about where we work and even even yeah. Mm. So here, I'll tell you this. Okay, tell me. No, I don't think it's impossible because. I feel like there's always an opportunity, even if you have to create it based on what I just said about Tyler Perry, what I've said about E.T. the Hip Hop Preacher. But if you like where you are Mm -hmm. because it provides your opportunity to use your gift Mm -hmm. or your skill set, I don't think that um, it's impossible. You just have to find the right way and the right people, meaning that there are tons of corporate like opportunities out there. It might not be at the same organization or corporation or company that you're with, but I'm sure you can find one to where you get to be authentic. Also, if you hang in there long enough, the shift is coming because these young entrepreneurs, these young, um, mm-hmm. you know, future leaders, like they not waiting, they kicking doors open. And, that's and the way that they operate is all about authenticity, mm-hmm. about collaborating, working mm-hmm. with other people, diversity. It's mostly like the like the old heads yeah. that's kind of still holding it down. It's true. So I feel I don't feel like it's impossible. Uh, do I think it's challenging right now? Yeah, it's going to be challenging. But I think if you work on sliding the the scale or or what the level on the spectrum of where you are mm-hmm. and which is what i'm working on doing because i know my current setting it ain't possible right now i'm just being honest for me to not have to code switch not possible right now in my current setting professionally I yeah i agree but one of the things that i'm doing and what i'm encouraging these black males that i'm mentoring is if this is the type of setting that you're in, you cannot lose who you are and lose your identity and trying to code. You code switch too long. Hey, that code going to get set. Mm. So I don't know where that came from, but that if you code switch too long, that code's going to get set. So what I'm trying to do is make sure that it's not a 50 50, like it's 80 percent me. And when I code switch, they still getting 80 percent of me mm. as opposed to 50 percent or 40 percent of me. So I think that's what my goal is and, and when I'm working with these black males because they are minorities in the organization, the institution that we're at. Like yeah. We're talking out of 40 plus thousand students, black males, there's like 15, 1,600. Yeah, it's like 7% or, so, so, or less than less 7%. Less than 7%. Yeah. You know, 15, 1,600. Oh, 4%. 4%. Sorry. So out of 40 plus, what, how many <laughs> students, thousand, there's only... I'm going to put a number on it. 16, 17, eh, let's be adventurous. 1,800 black males out of 40,000. Uh, so for them, yeah, it's it's going to be an uphill battle. But if they're in that setting and they made a decision to stay in that setting, I want to mentor them to make sure that they can navigate within the setting, but they're staying within who they are at a higher percentage than they are code switching to try to fit in. Mm. And I'm trying to provide support for them to do that and show them how to navigate it. And in life, sometimes there are going to be sacrifices that you have to make. Sometimes you can't go in there and say certain things. Um, 
you know, you just sacrifice that if you choose to be in that setting. So you right. asked me about impossible. If you choose to be in that setting and you're willing to make the sacrifice of what it takes, then yes, it's impossible in that setting if you choose to be in that setting. Okay. So. So you just have to know going in. You have to know going in. You have to accept it and be willing to make the sacrifice. And that's that's what I'm, what I'm doing now. But I am working on not getting stuck in that code switch i'm moving it and i think people are starting to, to see that and get that and i think people are starting to learn through the podcast yeah whether they listening or people telling them <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know but yeah just know what we hear but yeah so um i, I think this and, and i can i can tell you this there are people like you who actually care and want to help make the changes necessary so that people like me don't have to feel the way that I do or come in and code switch as hard or as much as I do. And there are people that are trying to be educated and trying to understand and see what it takes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And there are certain fields like where you just, you know, it ain't about race. It ain't about code switching. You just have to make sure that you're representing yourself in the way of the field, mm. in the way of the career that you're in. Yeah. So. Good. I think this is a great conversation. That's all the questions. I didn't even look at the. Um, it was most of them. It was everything. I, I think that the conversation was very raw. Yeah. It was very real. Yes. It was the real, real. The real, real. We got them shirts too. Which is the real, real. Um, and I think it's a good um, opportunity to understand that this is a very difficult conversation, um, but it's an important one to have. It is. Uh, it's a, and like I said, it's a difficult and tough conversation because yeah. a lot of people do it and probably don't know that they're doing it. But when they hear this or if they hear about it, they're like, oh, that's what it is. Right. Oh, that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing. Centering myself. Yep. So. Yeah. And I, and I, and it's just, it's good to bring awareness. And I think it's also good for us to show that. These are difficult conversations that we have to have as partners. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it's it's not always going to be perfect. Yeah. Hopefully you take away a lot from this. I hope you We do. did prepare for you it. Do. It's it's just, it's tough. It's a hard conversation. It's hard for me particularly. Yeah. And like I knew, I, I, I read through some of this and I got past the first like section and I was just like, God, I don't even want to read the rest of it. Like I just got to. Yeah. Just talk through it. I knew it would um, be I knew it would be hard for you. Yeah. And I knew it would be hard for me, but it's not I mean I think it's just a difficult conversation that needs to be had. And one thing that I, I wanna um reiterate is that if you know, if you are doing this, like don't feel bad about it and um if you want somebody to talk to about it. I don't know how much yeah. advice I can give you, but hit me a lot, up. Apparently. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Hit me up and I'll tell yeah. you some of the different strategies that I've used to navigate it. What I'm doing now that's a little bit different and some of my thoughts moving forward, I'll definitely have a conversation. If you don't like to talk or you don't like to hit me up, 
send her a message and she'll get it to me. Nobody yeah. like to talk to me. I know it's weird. I know it's it's really weird. Um, probably maybe I need the code switch. Maybe you need the code switch. Yeah, to get people to talk to me. Um, nah, I'm gonna put a white man up on my profile. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we need to end this because I'm about to get crazy. You about to go? You about to? You guys about to get? Y'all about to get the real, real, like the real, real. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for code switching for right now. Yeah. Maybe I'll come back later after I've kind of be able to gather myself maybe yeah. next time i will read all of the questions and be able to get through i stopped reading them because i, I just my mind started going too fast yeah and i couldn't read anymore but maybe i'll take some time and actually write out my thoughts and kind of get them down um and not I'm, exactly what we talked about but yeah. to continue the conversation if we decide to come back to it and i'm curious what your thoughts are on this this difficult topic. And yeah. so if you like, we reached out to some people, pe- people, people versus social for, Oh my gosh, I can't even talk anymore. It's been a long conversation. Code switch. Baby. Code switch. Just, just, just say it. How we I would say it. reached out to people. We hit some people up. We hit and, some people up and asked them what they yes. thought about code switch. Yes. And they holler oh, back me. at us and let us know what they thought about it. Now we got this info. Yeah. We about to drop it for y'all. At some point. Yeah. So I, I was going to say. that's what she was trying to say. Yes. Yeah. So we contacted some people <laughs> on social media and we posed a question to them and they responded to us with very eloquent responses that we want to conceptualize and we would like to get the data from that and quantize the information that we had so that we can present it to you in a appropriate way so that you can take all that you need to help you continue to grow and develop that's gonna be that is the perfect example of code switching and it's gonna be my (laughs) teaser for this back to my point was we had a lot of people share information and stories and so don't be surprised if we do come back with this topic but actually with people's stories um and information about code switching so yeah that's all (laughs) More than enough. Until the next time, y'all. Yeah. Until the next time. We out. Bye. Peace. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on any podcast platform and make sure that you rate us. Also, we do have a YouTube channel if you prefer to watch our antics. And we also provide closed captioning. And if you want to know more about us, go check us out on our website at successinblackandwhite.com. Or you can reach out to us directly on social media. My social media handle is I am Daryl Lovett on all platforms. And mine is April Dawn Lovett on all platforms.